This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 190, baby. Oh yeah, the countdown to 200 episodes is on. Um, in today's episode, I talk to myself. Yes, that's right. I couldn't find anyone from the Rock and Roll English team to talk to me this week. I think maybe they are worried about catching the coronavirus from me. I'm not sure. Um, but don't worry, because we are going to have some fun anyway. Um, although I must admit there is nothing worse than someone telling you you're going to have fun. Is there? It's terrible. Come on, it will be fun. I will decide for myself if it will be fun. So you decide. Um, but we are looking at some embarrassing stories about language. Okay, we've all been there. We've all said stupid things that we didn't mean to. So I am going to tell you about some from my experience. Okay, and the first one concerns this coronavirus. Let's start with something funny about this coronavirus because, you know, it's not particularly funny, is it? It's pretty annoying for many, many reasons. But anyway, that is another story. So I was at work the other day and my boss was talking to me and my colleagues about, you know, the risks of the coronavirus. You know, she was telling us to take all of the precautions, wash your hands and all of this. Although I must admit that one I find strange because I thought washing your hands was standard, but now I'm starting to understand maybe it's not. Anyway, so yes, she was telling us to take all the precautions. And then she said, if you feel unwell, go and see the doctor and he will do a quick test to see if you have this terrible coronavirus. So someone asked, how does this test work? You know, because if it's a serious big test, maybe I don't want to do it. Now, the correct answer to that question should have been, Notice there I said should have been, should have been. They put a swab in your mouth, okay? So a swab is that little stick thing that doctors put in your mouth and get the saliva. In English, that is called a swab. But in Italian, the name for a swab is tampone, which obviously sounds like the word tampon in English. And we all know what a tampon is, right? When women have their time of the month let's say that's a nice expression actually to say a woman has her period um, it's that time of the month um, yes so when a woman has this thing of that time of the month they use a tampon as the equipment let's say so my boss said don't worry it's a really simple test the doctor just puts a tampon in your mouth now, some of my colleagues don't speak Italian, so they didn't really understand what was happening and they kind of looked at each other and were thinking they put a tampon in our mouth. Is that really necessary? But obviously it was actually a very funny moment. And I would like to add at this point that I do actually love my boss okay there is a chance she is listening so please don't hate me for telling this story okay pat i love you um but it was obviously rather funny 
but also embarrassing. But these embarrassing moments are fantastic, aren't they? And this is what I'm going to share with you now, one of my embarrassing moments, where I made a kind of similar mistake, okay? I was here in Italy a few years ago. I went out for a pizza with some friends, all male friends, you know, lots of testosterone there. And then after the pizza, we were going out to a club, do some dancing, this kind of thing. Um, and just after we sat down for the pizza, there were two homeless women going around asking people for money. We were sitting outside. The women came over to our table, asked for money. Um, and I felt very bad for these women because, you know, they were clearly living on the street and clearly hungry and stuff like this. So I gave them some money, not much money, but I did give them some money. Then all the boys that I was with at the table said, why did you give them money? And I wanted, I repeat, I wanted to say, I feel sorry for homeless people. Okay, and the word for a homeless person in Italian is senza tetto. But as they were two women that came to our table, I thought, right, I need to make this word tetto in the feminine plural. So I said, I feel sorry for people senza tette. And the table just erupted into laughter because unbeknown to me, which is some nice rock and roll vocabulary, unbeknown to me, like without me knowing, I had actually said, I feel sorry for people without tits. Yes, that's right. Tits, breasts, boobs, whatever you want to call them. I feel sorry for people without tits because the word for tits in Italian is Tete. So yes, the table, as I said, just erupted into laughter. Everyone was laughing. I felt incredibly stupid. Um, but at the same time, I obviously thought it was quite funny as well. And I wanted to say, it's true. I do feel sorry for people without tits. Us men, whew, we live all of our lives without tits. And let me tell you, it's not easy. Um, one of my favourite, probably my favourite, actually, embarrassing story, language, moment, whatever you want to call it, was when I was teaching English in a bank in Rome in 2012. So a long time ago, but I remember it very well. I used to do individual lessons with the shareholders of this bank. So imagine this, a shareholder of a bank. Obviously, you know, very important people, very posh. And I used to do a two-hour lesson with all of these shareholders, individual lessons as well, without a break. So let me tell you, it was pretty intense in those lessons. And we used to talk about some pretty confidential stuff as we had to speak about their jobs and things that they were doing so that they could then speak with other people about their jobs in English too. And one day I was doing a lesson with one of these important shareholders. He was telling me something about his personal assistant, okay? who I have to say was one of the most beautiful women I have ever seen in my life. Obviously second to Mrs. Rock and Roll English. That's why I said one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen. Anyway, this shareholder was telling me that he had offered this woman, this personal assistant, a pay rise, but she still hadn't accepted. So he was telling me the story and then he said, well, actually, he wanted to say, if I was her, I'd be happy. 
But to say that in Italian, you would say, se io fossi in lei sarei contento. So he directly translated this from Italian and said, if I was in her, I'd be happy. Which obviously in English means basically if I was inside of her, I would be happy. If I was having sex with her, I would be happy. So just imagine this scene for a minute. A very serious businessman has just told me with a completely straight face. So there's a nice piece of vocabulary, straight face. So with no emotion. If I was inside that woman, I would be happy. And let me tell you, I could not contain myself. I tried, I tried because it was a serious environment, but I failed and then I just erupted into laughter and actually nearly fell off my chair. I was laughing so much. And then because I was laughing, I couldn't help myself. So I had to make the joke and I said, yeah, I bet you would be happy if you were inside of her. You know, I think we would all be happy. That's the dream, isn't it? Um, luckily, he saw the funny side of it too, even though he was, and I imagine still is, a very important, serious man. And that is actually a moment that when I'm feeling down, you know, I'm not very happy I'm a bit sad I think of that moment just because it makes me laugh every time and then so if I feel down I think of that I laugh and then I feel much better again strangely enough um, and speaking of important jobs I once had a student that told me when she finished university she wanted to do a doctor she wanted to do a doctor because again, the translation from Italian would be voglio fare il dottore. I want to do a doctor. Um, but the problem is, when you say that in English, it's the same as saying I want to have sex with a doctor. So I thought, oh, wow, big plans for when you finish university. You know, you could go traveling, you could do this, you could do that. But you want to have sex with a doctor. Not even get married to a doctor, just to have sex with one. Um, I think that's what all children dream of, isn't it? When they're children, to have sex with a doctor. But again, obviously, she saw the funny side of it. And obviously, I did as well. Um, and speaking of sex, another problem that I have had, and a problem I still have, I must admit, is with the word in Italian, eccitato, which means excited. But the problem is that in Italian, it also means sexually excited, okay? I must admit, I'm still not even 100% sure now of when it means excited and when it means sexually excited. So I just totally avoid the word now. But in the past, I used it a lot, as we use it a lot in English. And I remember the day I met Mrs. Rock and Roll English's family, so her mom, dad, sisters, and in the morning, Mrs. Rock and Roll English said to me, you know, how are you feeling? Are you nervous? And I said, no, I'm excited to meet them. That's what I wanted to say in English. I'm excited to meet them, which is totally normal in English. But what I actually said was, I'm sexually excited to meet them. So just imagine that for a minute. Someone says to you, how are you feeling about meeting my parents? And the person responds, I feel sexually excited, especially to meet your dad. I'm really sexually excited to meet your dad. Um, again, luckily, she saw the funny side, though. 
and she didn't leave me and think who the hell is this crazy person um but speaking of mrs rock and roll english very recently actually she was feeling quite down about something so i wanted to make her feel better so in my head i wanted to say don't be disheartened so disheartened there's a nice word don't be discouraged let's say you know i wanted to say keep going don't give up which in italian is non ti scoraggiare but i said non ti scoraggiare um which as i'm sure you just thought sound very similar but they have very different meanings because instead of saying don't be disheartened i actually said don't fart yes that's right so again imagine the scene you're feeling upset and sad and someone says to you look come on just don't fart okay and then i suppose everything will be better no one likes farting do they so if you stop farting everything will be better in your life um again luckily she saw the funny side though and i would like to add that mrs rock and roll english doesn't fart okay i'm not sure if she will say the same about me but that is another story anyway i want to ask you something about all of these stories do you think the mistakes in these stories were ever repeated for example do you think my student ever said if i was in her again or do you think i ever said i feel sorry for people without tits again or do you think that i ever said i'm sexually excited to meet your family again the answer to those questions is obviously no so all of these experiences actually helped in a way helped me and helped i imagine the other people involved and the reason is because you get immediate feedback let me repeat that you get immediate feedback from your mistake so you get feedback you learn and then when you do it the next time you obviously don't make that mistake and you improve and this is the same with anything in life isn't it when you're a baby and you learn to walk you take a couple of steps and then you fall over the immediate feedback is the falling over part so when you stand up the next time you think hmm maybe i need to change something from last time so you change it you take a few more steps then you get your feedback of falling over again and then you do it again and you repeat this process until you get better and better and then you can walk normally it's the same for speaking a language to keep on improving we obviously need some feedback from someone but the problem is with languages we often don't get feedback often because people just don't want to be rude i'm sure there have been many 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 other occasions when i have been speaking italian made a mistake and people just think well you know i don't want to tell him you don't say it like that you say it in this way but we don't know this do we we just continue until someone gives us some feedback and says hmm actually what you just said there either means something completely different like you're telling me you are sexually excited to meet my family or it's just not the way that we actually say that but as i mentioned this doesn't happen almost ever we don't actually get feedback and that is why one of if not the biggest thing about my course is feedback okay i will give you feedback on 40 different stories you will tell so just imagine how many things 
you could learn from that, how much feedback you will get to realize mistakes that you are making to help you improve. And improving is the next thing I want to talk about because your English, yes, yours, is good. I know it's good because if you can understand this podcast, then your English is to a high level without a doubt. You've done a lot of work to reach this level. Maybe you have studied alone from books, CDs, watch films. I imagine you have studied for years and years. So well done for that because it's not easy. I have been there myself. But when was the last time you really pushed yourself to improve? Because many people in language learning, myself included, reach a certain level, not perfection, obviously. Well, perfection doesn't exist, but reach a certain level and then just think, you know what? I'm okay now. That's enough. So do you want to be one of those people that just says that's enough? Or do you want to keep going and keep on improving? Because if you want to be one of the people that keeps on improving, obviously you need to do something different. Because if you do the things that you have always done, you will get the results you have always got. Your The results will be the same. Your English will be the same. But if you do something different, then you will get different results. So if you are one of those people that want to improve, the course I have made has been designed especially for you, especially for people of your level. So go to rockandrollenglish.com slash fluency to have a look. The course lasts 30 days. OK, but remember, that is just a target. Um, you can actually go at your own speed. So if you are busy, don't worry. You can complete the work when you want. I am just giving you 30 days as a target to keep you more motivated. As we know from the Expert Secrets episodes, everyone, and I mean everyone, has said that motivation is the number one most important factor to progress in language learning. So the 30 days is just there for motivation. The course is on sale now until Friday, but there are only 30 places available on the course because obviously I need to give you feedback. This will be me working at the same time as you. We will do this together. So I can't do that for 100 people because there is only one of me and I need to work and it wouldn't be possible to work with 100 people. So the maximum number is 30. So when we get to 30, there will be no places available. So if you want to make sure you get one of these places, go to rockandrollenglish.com slash fluency. And one last thing, speaking about the feedback, um, is that when I do the next course, I'm not 100% sure I will offer this much feedback because it might be too much work for me. So if you want to be sure of getting feedback on 40 stories, then make sure you take this opportunity. As I imagine when I do the course the next time, or there will be less feedback or the price will be much higher. And speaking about money, remember there is a money back guarantee on the course. So if you're not 100% satisfied at the end of the course, just send me a message and I will give you all of your money back. So you can actually do the whole course, get feedback 40 times and then just ask for your money back at the end. If you want, you can do that. 
You may be asking why I am giving this crazy guarantee. The reason is because I am so sure and confident that this course will help you to improve and especially it will help you to become more fluent. So if you are interested, remember rockandrollenglish.com slash fluency. And obviously, if you do the course, I will help you to not tell people that you are sexually excited to meet their family or that you want to have sex with a doctor when you grow up. Anyway, thank you everyone for listening. I will see you all again next week and I will have a new guest on the podcast next week, a new friend. So that is something to look forward to. Well, a new friend. We have been friends for a long time, but someone else that finally wants to come on the podcast. So I will see you next Monday. Remember to go to rockandrollenglish.com slash fluency to see what the course is about. But in the meantime, just keep on rocking, baby. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.